0: i'm i know very little about you (laughs) we've awkwardly stared at each other for the last eight minutes it's everything about the concept is what we don't do anymore we don't just have conversations with people where there's not an agenda it's like meeting a stranger in a parking lot or something and then like hey you want to have coffee
1: (laughs) yes oh so how are you doing how's your day
0: (laughs) (laughs) well we are live here coffee with humans with my soon to be new friend, Christina. She's still actually a stranger. I only met her about eight minutes ago. That's the essence of Coffee with Humans. Two people just bumping into each other randomly and then saying, hey, let's grab coffee. Before we got on the broadcast, I was thinking if we could have this discussion anywhere, where would that be? And I came up with, we Ooh. we could be sitting in Iceland in a hot spring. Lovely. If you could have this discussion anywhere, where would it be for you? Love this question, I'm stumped right now. I'm not really a uh beach person in terms of getting in with the aquatic life, but I do like to be near it and feel the breeze from it. Yeah. And so anywhere by a beach, what drew you to clicking the button to have coffee with me?
1: I was searching and I found this one and it grabbed me. It pulled me in and it just seemed your podcast and coffee with humans seemed very welcoming that you were really eager and enjoyed just making meaningful connections.
0: Coffee with humans is like Sunday brunch
1: i love sunday brunch
0: (laughs) okay good (laughs) because well you're in the right place only there's no food Um, (laughs) that intro is so interesting to me because i'm not sure that coffee with humans is exactly like sunday brunch but at the same time it like i get a warm spot in my soul when i think of sunday brunch (laughs) (laughs) and it's not like i have sunday brunch all the time (laughs) no no Well, welcome to Coffee with Humans, Trav. Uh, good to have oh, you
1: on. Stoked to be on, mate.
0: I love your accent. Where are you from? Uh, Chicago, Illinois. No, you I'm are, from...
1: Um, you are not. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm from a little town called Ocean Grove. That's where I currently am. And I'm, uh, I'm about 500 meters from the Southern Ocean oh at the God. end of Australia, about an hour and a half out of Melbourne, Australia. Really? And uh, and it is Thursday morning here, and I believe it's Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday night there. So I'm I'm literally from the future and uh, <laughs> life from the
0: future and from the beach all at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's straight off this. Straight up this. I'm having my second coffee. So I uh, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that is that is perfect, man. I love your life. Well, welcome uh, to Coffee with Humans. Uh, I'm curious what drew you to what what what's broken in your head that you would click the button to have coffee with me?
1: <laughs> well, I think this is an educational piece, to be honest. I'm a I'm an absolute coffee freak. Um uh and I I feel it's my duty to educate the American public um what real coffee is um because i've been to america a bunch of times on business and, and i struggle to get i struggle to get a good coffee you know i've really got a i've really got to sort my sort my way through through <laughs> the different places i find myself in america to find a good coffee so we've got this really italian influence over here and we've got barista your proper baristas and and i feel proper coffee so maybe this is an educational piece, mate. I, I don't know. Maybe I've just gone to a, a heap of places in America that's just overrun with Starbucks, and I've been a bit gun-shy ever since. And That's not real coffee. <laughs> okay. I'm intrigued.
0: I'm a coffee freak too. And you did. You put it in when you, when you uh, filled out the, the form to sign up. You that's said right. that you're a coffee snob, and I thought, I love this. So
1: me, me yeah. too.
0: So mm. let's compare notes. What do you... I'm curious what you what are the characteristics of a good cup of coffee?
1: Oh, it's got to be. Uh, I don't like t.Here's no fruity Colombian, freaking Brazil, whatever in there. It's not nothing fruity. It's just hard Italian long black coffee. That's mm. what it is. Long black. So it's not an espresso. It's a it's a coffee about that big to to keep the richness. Next level, though. You you, you know, and I've I think I've trained everyone. In my within about five kilometres of where I live, of how I like my coffee, my um, partner Tracy, she knows how shitty I get when I don't get my <laughs> coffee right. I, whenever a new barista comes into one of my many home offices um, where I steal their Wi-Fi because I, I drink so much coffee, I feel that they actually work for me. <laughs> and when I go to their coffee shop, so. But yeah, when a new barista gets employed, I feel like I've got to, you know, train them up. Um, yeah. That's my duty. That's what I take on as my responsibility. But it's got to have a, cre- you know, for a long black coffee, it's got to have a creamer on top too. Oh, that's the secret sauce. So that is, that is, that is. Uh, the creamer is where all the flavor is.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. So I do. I do coffee. Well, t- I do coffee a handful of ways, and I ch- I sort of like experiment with it it depends on my mood but my Mm. favorite is a a mocha pot italian italian mocha pot uh with it's a three it's like a three cupper you know three (laughs) espresso cupper um and then i drink them all myself in in a in a regular size uh mug and i i used to think i used to be a fan of starbucks coffee and a cafe americano but with an extra shot
1: yeah, well that's what I that's what I have to do to to get any kind of experience out of, yeah. a, out of a Starbucks uh, visit. So, yeah, it's a it's a sad reality, but um look look it is what it is. Um some would argue we have a problem. I wouldn't. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> a, a one man's problem is another man's solution. So uh. That's right.
1: That's right. Uh, I actually read so check this out and um i I checked it It, 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 there's actually research now i don't know if it's bullshit or not but um research says if you have adhd adhd Mm -hmm. right attention deficit disorder Mm -hmm. that coffee actually settles you down i've heard this fun fact yeah the caffeine
0: uh, What the, the typical things that would be an ex, uh, not an accelerant. That's some, uh, that's in, uh, lighting things on <laughs> fire, but what, what's the, what's the, what's the write. word, whatever, whatever caffeine is, right. Um, yeah. something that, like it's stimulant. Thank you. <laughs> whatever be a stimulant. Yeah. For a person who has ADHD, the, I've yeah. heard that as well. The stimulants actually calm you down. and has the reverse mm-hmm. effect. Like you could go to sleep with, with caffeine. I'm yeah. the opposite. No, if I have i've tr- i've come to the point where if i have too much coffee past about noon i'll just be up all night and i and so i've had to kind of measure out my caffeine intake uh which is too bad i really like coffee
1: yeah yeah that's uh yeah you can just gotta push through that um <laughs> just it's like exposure therapy <laughs> just yeah, go yeah, go yeah. go see yeah. how far yeah. i can take this I'm I'm scared of spiders. So so you, you hop in a hop in a coffin full of spiders. Um <laughs> yeah, no, you push through that and uh and your body just adapts and your adrenal your adrenal glands just, just adapt and you'll be right, man.
0: It's I think that's a, <laughs> adrenal uh fatigue where all of a sudden I think you're
1: then yeah. It's, it's, there's a whole other level when you get through the fatigue, you get into this bliss state. <laughs> uh, there's <laughs> I have no research on this whatsoever.
0: (laughs) Yes, yeah. I think we should be. I I feel like I should put a disclaimer on on the screen. This is not medical advice. No, (laughs) no. no. And actually, don't
1: take any advice, let alone medical, from me. There's a 47 year old guy with tattoos on his hands. I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and who is? Yeah. So that's okay, man. You've you've got it. uh,
0: You've you've got a much more adventurous life. It seems. Uh, yeah, well, good.
1: I've had a lot of coffee around the world. It's a a, you know, and I'd like to think that. Um, I'd like to think what what, uh, I was uh, last year found myself in Italy. Um, and that was a great experience. Have you ever been a a proper Italian stand up coffee bar? I have. Oh, that is gold. That is gold. You get your pastry, you you get your espresso. Um, and you, yeah, your heart rate's at about one eighty <laughs> by <laughs> resting, resting at about six am. It's a it's a cool start, a cool way to start your day. It is. It
0: it really is. I like that. I there's something about that experience, and I don't know if I guess maybe it's not uh, so uh, I don't know, abnormal or so great for people who just do it all the time. You know, I think yeah. the, the things not. that seem extraordinary to somebody else, that are, you know, you know, are probably are normal, yeah. but.
1: Yeah,
0: um, yeah, yeah, it is certainly great. So you've got tattoos uh, on your on your hands. Did I see that said bucket list?
1: Yeah, of course. Branding, next level branding. I yeah, that. there we go. Branding bucket list. Yeah, I. Um, yeah, I've got another one on my on my lower back. It's like this unicorn with a rainbow. Can't, no, I haven't. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. Prove it. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> No, uh, no. Got a few tattoos. If it is to be, it is up to me. There we go. Um, yeah. So another one down there. That's all part of the creative process. Yeah.
0: I've often thought of getting a tattoo, and I've I have yet to uh, I have yet to make that sort of commitment. Coffee, Mike. Full the coffee. <laughs> there I it is. I don't. I, I don't Just think so.
1: Just right, there.
0: just right here. You gotta get through yeah. all the like massive like amounts of Connor, hair
1: yeah. Connor McGregor just to
0: <laughs> I don't know. I I'm not convinced. I have I, an, I have oh, an idea good. for a tattoo, but I'm not I, I just can't so so what um I, I have a hard time making the commitment to like put something on my body just like indefinitely. What do I care about enough? And I don't think everybody yeah. feels that way, like about, about tattoos. I think some people yeah. I don't yeah. know. What are your thoughts?
1: I think I think life's about self-expression. Um, I, I I'm I'm in a good place where I I really don't give a shit whatever what really a lot of people think. So and I've been so I've been running around the world as the bucket list guy for about ten years, you know, speaking my mind, um, you know, having an opinion about about um, you know things like mental health and you know just when you get when you're a public speaker and you've done the ted talks and you've stood on stage in front of thousands of people you you really do build up this i don't i, I won't swear but i don't i don't give a shit muscle you know yeah. I, I was going to say another word but we won't go there but you know you really do build up that muscle of where you're not as concerned about what people think um because you know public speaking by its very nature, is one of the most scariest things you can do on earth. Mm-hmm. You know, which a lot of people, a lot of people would rather get fun fact. people would rather get eaten by shark than, than do public speaking? People would rather do, rather be in the box than give the eulogy. When it comes to public speaking, so, and for me, ten years ago when I started doing this professionally, as the bucket list guy, I. You know, I, for me, it was the big domino that I had to push over in my life at that point in time that affected a lot of other areas in my life. And one of the other areas in my life has obviously been, you know, confidence goes up, and hopefully not arrogance, but confidence does go up. Where you just don't, you you don't care of what other people think of you as much. And I, I grew up quite shy, so I'm not saying this is some inbuilt DNA, you know thing that i've always had but it's something of manufactured and i think we can all do that but i think in the age of vulnerability authenticity um that the self-expression is is really what it's all about right and that's why you do this podcast it's it, you know it's a way of getting our expertise um of, of expressing ourselves out into the world to help other people yeah
0: okay so you've been doing this bucket list thing for 10 years and you're and i think you're right i mean the this, the fear that people have in their minds about expressing themselves is crippling to a lot of people and they don't overcome it. But you, you, what led you to that point where you, where you were kind of like, say, fuck it, you just did it?
1: Yeah. Uh, depression. Really? Okay. Yeah. So uh, I went through a bout of depression, albeit somewhat mild compared to what I've heard since, because I, I, my previous business, I was the founder aura of a chain of personal fitness training studios around Australia. So I started that in like the early 90s when personal training wasn't really an industry. Started with one client, ended up, you know, tens of thousands of clients, a whole bunch of personal trainers, a chain of personal training studios around Australia. Helped, you know, over 2 million personal training sessions done, with un- you know, over the course of 20 years. And I, um, you know, one thing led to another and, you know, Toxic people, different situations, circumstances all loaded up on me, bit of a downward spiral, breakdown before breakthrough. Um, but it was, yeah, I slipped into a state of depression. But instead of going on like heavy antidepressants, which is kind of like a Band-Aid effect, right, because, uh, you know, that's one of the biggest issues right now, the overprescription of antidepressants, the overprescription of drugs in general. Um, But instead of doing that, I I found myself, you know, I forced myself, you don't feel, when you're going through depression, you don't feel like doing anything. You just feel like just, you know, going into a fetal position. So uh, I found myself, you know, forcing myself to go into personal development events, learning about positive psychology, um, Akagi principle, law of attraction, life coaching, NLP, these sorts of things. So I went to a whole bunch of these things to really get to get to what I was going through, the the psychology of everything. So I'd get to the root cause. So I worked through some stuff, you know, um, walked on the fire, hugged it out and high-fived it with strangers on weekends, you know, you cry, I cry, bent the broke the boards, you know, bent the arrows, all that sort of personal development stuff. And it wasn't until about a year after that a friend of mine said, why don't you teach this shit, Drav? And then it actually helped me compartmentalize it. So I summed up the courage, having worked through a bunch of stuff, put on a talk, nearly had to pay the people, 40 people to come to that talk to come and see what I was, so I packaged in all that stuff and it was about halfway through that talk, um, I, I actually told him, and this is 10 years ago, uh, about halfway through the talk, I started sharing with everyone um, that I had a, I had actually had a, a, lit, a list actually, a list to do before I die actually written down since I was 18 years and years even before the movie the bucket list and as a result it 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 inspired the group some of the stories and it's always been my what I recalibrated on my reason why and my reason why for getting out of bed in the morning the reason why I make decisions quickly in my business was was my list to do before I die so it inspired the group and yeah one of the one of the Ladies here at the time said, oh, at, at the end, how's all this list to do before you die stuff? It's like a bucket list. You're, you're like the bucket list guy. And I went, ping, Light like, bulb moment. Ten years ago, I went home and registered the domain name, thebucketlessguy.com and I've been doing that ever since. And that was a real, um, you know, it's been a really cathartic kind of journey because everything that I teach now, um, whether it be through the book or seminars or whatever, it's really all coaching to help the former me, you know, the, so sold out of all my personal training stuff, um, you know, defranchised the whole thing and then went online as uh, the bucket list guy. And I've, you know, effectively been doing that ever since. Wow. That's a really powerful story.
0: So you, you now communicate out of, uh, uh how did you frame it? Uh, I can't remember the exact words that you said, but this, this idea that you took this the struggle in your life and instead of, instead of you kind of hitting the bottom and then just like being crippled there, it seemed like yeah. you, you said, I'm going to rebound from this thing with strength well, and I'm going to figure out what I, how, how I can grow from this and how I can turn this into something positive.
1: Yeah, I think, and I, I give this kind of advice to a lot of people um, that that we've all had shit go on, right? And and I think it's uh, we've all had a breakdown before breakthrough moment or moments in our life. We've uh, we've had that confusion before clarity, the storm before the rainbow. And at the end of the day, um, I am always telling people, how dare you die? How dare you? die with the learnings from that transformation how dare you not help other people with those learnings mm. so go write a book go put together a talk go put together a program whatever it is go. you know just just blog about it whatever it is because um you know that's the cathartic part of it it's kind of like you know therapy in a way where you if you start helping other people with the same kind of problems that you've been through. Um and the light goes on for them before shit gets really bad, it's a pretty cool feeling, man. And and and, and I I'm stoked that over the last ten years of doing this, the light has really gone on for a lot of people. You know, what what I teach is basically positive psychology at the at the heart of it, which is essentially the the science of happiness or the the psychology of happiness, you know, how to help more people experience more meaning, purpose and fulfilment and gratitude in their life. But I just put this brand of bucket list over the top of it to make it more tangible. And so, you know, I'm stoked that I've talked to the former me, people who are on antidepressants, who are on suicide watch, mate, youth, you know, 16-, 17-year-old kids that were on suicide watch that have, taken this these this philosophy this bucket this kind of philosophy and it's been the light at the end of their tunnel which has been absolutely amazing so that you know over the last 10 years i've received some great you know heartwarming really cool feedback about how it's helped people and the books the books you know um just part of that but it's been a really cool journey and i feel like i've only just started you know because right now you know the world kind of needs well the world doesn't kind of need the world fucking needs <laughs> help right now yeah the depression statistics pre pre covid like the stats around depression anxiety the overprescription of antidepressants suicides, use suicides and even you know we've even got this thing now man like called the loneliness epidemic it's the yeah. adverse effect of social media it's fucked up and 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 then you go throw COVID on top of that, you know. So I'm just trying to do my bit, and we've got now certified bucket list coaches in 22 countries around the world, um, all all helping me teach this stuff, you know, in their native language and you know different parts around the world. And so this is uh, this is the the drum that I've been banging for for quite some time. Yeah,
0: and your experience of depression when. You know all this stuff that you built up around you seems to be you know, collapsing in. and uh, and i'm I par- paraphrasing for you, but mm-hmm. your experience of depression and being in that lonely space, did you is it fair to characterize that in that moment, you kind of felt like I'm the only person experiencing these things uh, and and yeah. in, instead of realizing that there's somebody, there's somebody else who is probably
1: experiencing the same thing and' just not talking about it? yeah. And that's why we get in groups, and we talk about it, you know, um hopefully but the last thing you want to do when you're going through depression is do exactly that. You know, you want to, you want to curl up an old ball and not talk to anyone and just not return phone calls and, you know, just, just go, go within. So the hardest thing is to break out of that. Um, and so that, that in itself is a really hard process. The the thing is with COVID right now, the, the whole world is going through the same thing.
0: Right. Which is kind of my yeah. thought that if that if you take a psychological or a depressive kind of a depressive state and then you add on the physical, uh, yeah. the physical loneliness. So you already mm. feel psychologically detached, but but you can but you got to go to your you got to go to your workplace. You can go out to eat. You can be among mm. people if you mm. overlay then the physical detachment. I, that's a, like a double whammy for people. Well, that's the, that's
1: the whole thing about this loneliness epidemic. Everyone thinks they're more connected now. Um, or we which we are, but we're more disconnected than ever before, you know, from human to human contact. You know, you, you, and we've experienced this through lockdowns and all that sort of thing. Like when you're allowed to go back, you know, come out of your cave and go and meet people again and go to the bar or go to the coffee shop, you know, it's like, oh my God, I, I really miss this human interaction. Yeah. And there's only so many coffees you can have via you know, via this medium um without getting that person to person kind of you know w- what it's like to be human again. And we've we've been through the second wave. We've you know we we've come out of it now and we're coming out of the shadows after our winter now into summer where we are and people really you can see that people really have missed being what it what it, you know human. Yeah. And but yeah when you when you're in a depressive state you know, I like the saying: you, "You're always comparing your behind-the-scenes footage with someone else's highlights." Real
0: hmm.
1: times up by ten. Right. When you're going through a depression, so you think your problems are even worse than they really are. Yeah. But it's not until you get amongst other people and they go, "Yeah, shit, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that," and it's like, "Oh, I'm not the only one."
0: Yeah. It really resonates with me because I've I've experienced my own uh kind of dark night of the soul experiences and uh have come to that point where it's like I'm. Uh, this might be the bottom <laughs> and and instead yeah. of getting and i and i've and i've and i know what it's like to kind of sit you know in that crippled you know fetal yeah. state where you're just like <laughs> screw it all you know yeah. why yeah, does yeah. it matter anyhow uh and 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 part of part of even why i have got this coffee with humans thing going on is i decided you know what i'm i'm not gonna stay there Instead, yeah. I'm going to use all the strength of, from that struggle because there's a lot of strength and bandwidth capacity for dealing with stuff that's developed in struggle and, and mm. use that bandwidth, use that strength to then kick from the bottom in mm. the in the in the, any way that I can. And mm. and, you know, it, when I started seeing what was happening with covid around the world and yeah. sensing just through people's discussions, how hope, kind of a hopeless state that people were getting in because they felt so detached. I I said, hey, does anybody want to have coffee with me? I'll have coffee with you. The only rules: no sales calls. And on LinkedIn, boom, just like in moments, people are like, I'll have coffee. I'll have coffee. I'll have coffee. I'll have coffee. We have life changing conversations. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? And and I and I called it, and that was like coffee with humans. And I and the whole point of like using the word human on it was that. Uh, underneath, underneath the facade of the things that we do and the things that we have and who who we always dreamed to be and aren't and or maybe we are, underneath mm. all of that stuff, we're human and we're all we are all fundamentally the same. We we have mm. fundamental hopes and needs and desires and fears, and 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 when we get out of the comparison mode <laughs> with mm. one another from that mm. just comparing the facade, mm. uh, it's like. Hey, I'm, I'm the same as you, even though you're on this side of the planet. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, totally. And, and, and it's not until that's taken away from us that we, st- we really do appreciate it. And, and you know, like we, we were, I remember the day that we, you know, family about coffee, we go to, the, you know, what, one of the local coffee shops up here and they do a great coffee. All the Bristers have been trained by me and, and all the, uh, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, we we during our winter, we, we they only did take away coffee. You know, we weren't allowed to go back. You know, like literally in, to the coffee shop. And uh, the day they opened their doors back up because of corona, you know, coronavirus, corona free, um, situation here where where I live, we're allowed to go back in the coffee uh, coffee shop. And we're like, oh, this is amazing. You know, like, and you really do miss it when it's taken away from you. Um. And so I think I think during this whole, you know, coronavirus thing, it, it's it's helped people. Hopefully, hopefully, from from what I know, and I only ha- you know hanging around a certain amount of people, you know, and and have pretty positive conversations because of what I do. But people have really recalibrated on on recalibrated on on what gives them meaning, what gives them purpose, what gives them fulfillment, and a sense of gratitude and thanks you know, in, in all of this because, again, it's not until it's taken away where you start to really, you know, long for those experiences. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it, it, and, and I think the good one of the other good things is the fact that it has spawned, you know, this, these lockdowns and stuff has spawned Like we're radically collaborating like never before, especially online. We've failed forward faster into this, in, in, into tech, a hell of a lot more we've given each other a bit of a, a an excuse if they stuff a few things up like never before and you know I, I don't know about you but I've seen so many cats bums um, over the last six months I've you know I, I wish to never see again people jump you know you're having a meeting People, <laughs> this cat the, you're working from home the cat jumps up and wants it wants a hug and then before you know it you're just looking at a cat's ass so <laughs> You know, that's the bad thing. But the good thing is, is people have innovated, collaborated, adapted like never before in human history. Yeah, I, yeah. Good,
0: it, it, a lot of things, a lot of good things have come from this time of the whole mm. world locking down. And uh, yeah. and it's not that um, it's not that we long for struggle, but I think struggle has a, a way of bringing clarity to the things that matter. And yeah. shedding some of the things that that don't matter because we just—it's yeah. like I don't have time for that anymore.
1: It it's it's not leading me through the struggle. No, and everyone's def- I think redefining their new normal of yeah. what you know this this I don't say work life balance, but I call it work life blend. And the, everyone's right now redefining that for themselves. Companies right around the world are redefining, you know. um And finding out that they're they're actually, their productivity went up (laughs) with everyone, uh, with the remote work team. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting when and if the dust settles,
0: what what comes out of it. Well, I want to get to uh, this idea of the bucket list and what that means to you. And I know that you wrote a book as well. And I'd like to discuss that. But first, hey, you want to play a game?
1: (laughs) Sure, sure.
0: You're like, hmm. I, <laughs> I don't know. know. It depends on the game. Finally if win. You might. It depends. Uh, we're gonna play the game. Watch them a draw it. It's it's my it's my favorite wow. game for the past month. Uh, and I played it with with uh uh many guests here on Coffee with Humans. And so wow. we're gonna play this and I'm gonna I'm just gonna briefly describe for you how this is gonna work. It's gonna yeah. work like this that there's gonna be a phrase that pulls up on the screen. So it'll be like a draw, a draw frog sitting in a canoe headed for a waterfall. And then you wow. and I are both going to draw whatever that phrase is. And yeah. then for the glory, uh, uh, for the glory prize, we are going to uh, show our screen, show our pictures to the screen like that. And then Amazing. you and I can vote on who yeah, and our, oh, viewers, yeah. our viewers are welcome. Our viewers and listeners are welcome to vote in the comments as well. After you see who's got the, got the picture, but you're going to have one minute. Just, uh, yeah. just a bit over one minute to draw whatever this thing shows up on the screen. I've got three of them. You ready? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, first one is, if you got your pen handy, yeah. it is draw an animal with an alligator head, a pig body, and monkey feet. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh I feel like you have alligators there. Like you should know this. Crocodile. Oh, you got crocodiles. All right. Oh, this is shit. What I was doing. Oh shoot! I was drawing a whole alligator. That doesn't make sense. Uh. Oh no. Now I've done it. Pig body. Where's
1: a pig, pig body?
0: What are monkeys? <laughs> oh. Where where really fec-
1: a pig fec- um. It's. This is not good. I don't know what a... Oh, shit. You can do it. Uh, I, believe. I believe in you. Hang on. one. And then... Oh, monkey feet. Shit. Oh, this, is... Ten seconds. this is really bad.
0: I don't even know what monkey feet are. Ah, uh, that is Three, shit. Two, oh, this is terrible.
1: One.
0: I'm going to apologize to all the graphics art
1: artists out there. In sound. well that's an experience mate i i yeah i need a coffee i need a coffee to draw better that is all right let's see it. oh that's not crap
0: that's not the, that's you know what it's kind of a caricature of a uh kind of a caricature sort of it, idea
1: it looks like a um what are those anteaters oh <laughs> you know it, it does it actually does
0: look like an anteater yeah, there you go. Like an, a cross between an anteater and an armadillo.
1: The armadillo. There you go. Just look at yours.
0: I went with hair what on the? the on the. <laughs> okay, that's so a, first I started drawing a, an a, entire.
1: It's I I started
0: drawing an entire alligator, and then I realized it was supposed to be a pig body.
1: What's that coming out of its ass?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that? the pig. That's the pig. It's the little pig curly cube. It's meant to be a butt thing. Yeah. Thanks, Facebook user. Wow. Uh, that's helpful. If you want yeah. to vote on who's who got that one, that would be great too. Uh, wow. I I don't know who gets that one. We'll have to wait for our, our users to sign in and tell us. Uh, you ready for the second one?
1: Yeah, I'll just sign this because I know it's valuable. There we go. <laughs> that is really nice. It'll be up on eBay in about an hour. It looks like like the balloon balloon animal animal in the first movie, Shrek. Shrek. Oh, wow.
0: That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Shit, what are you Here's here's our second one. You ready? Okay, here we go. Draw an ice cream cream cone sitting on top of a bucket playing the trumpet. Or a bike, not a bucket. (laughs) Draw an ice cream cone sitting on top of a bike playing the trumpet. Oh, shoot. I'm going like an old-time bike. Penny farthing. This is not good. Do I have skills. We'll see what kind of ice cream cone you put on that. Let's
1: get the bike right first. 30 seconds. hey no. Uh... Da, 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 da.
0: How many scoops on that ice cream cone I feel they should specify? And a
1: bike sitting on top, I guess <laughs> uh shit. Playing the like trumpet. Drum, drum
0: oh no, playing the trumpet. How's he play the trumpet and also ride the bike? I feel like there's a uh, there's a gap here Why? in this. Okay, Oh my
1: god. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. I'll go.
0: I'll go. I made you go last time. I'll go this time. And boom. That's an ice cream oh. cone sitting on an old time bike, like one of those old, old bikes playing the trumpet. Huh?
1: Yeah. Shit.
0: Boom. Boom. Oh, multiple colors. Yeah. Again I'll sign that just in case i like how you even have a chain on that you've you've figured out the logistics of how bikes work
1: i i ride bikes every morning mate I, I better
0: have worked that out i don't i don't even have a uh i don't even have yeah i got i don't even have uh pedals
1: but you haven't
0: you haven't ridden a bike since 19, 1910? That's not true. I mount, I mountain bike kind of. I mean, <laughs> there are no mount, true mountains in Illinois. But what
1: was the default? What was the default around a penny farthing? Oh my god, this is terrible. Oh well.
0: Okay, no. last last one. This is for this is for all the marbles. Shit. I know. I know. You can do it, though. I believe in you.
1: Yeah, no, I I don't. Um, here we go.
0: And oh, hold on. Draw a kitten skiing down a mountain with a mouse riding, uh, riding, riding a what? What's it? <laughs> what? It doesn't even say failure. <laughs> hold on, we're gonna figure this out. Draw a kitten with a mouse riding on her head. There we go. Oh, there we go. All right. <laughs> Kitten okay, oh, we mountain. got extra time for this. Draw a kitten skiing down a mountain with a mouse riding on her head. Oh, jeez. This is not to scale. I just want to clarify.
1: So you should be pretty good at this. If you've done this before with people, yours should be like full-on on point. So I, I I try not to double
0: these up. Right. Um, so, uh, oh, this isn't, so I've, I've had this trick. I'm going to do an exploded one on this so seconds. you can kind of see the full glory of this kitten. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I don't know. 10 seconds. Three, two, one. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whoa!
0: Oh, oh my god! See, I there are important things probably that should be done in the world right now. But this. Oh, that—that's fantastic! Do kittens have arms? Oh shit! I don't. Um, there it does now that is honest you know what I am embarrassed to even show mine now
1: you gotta get a four color pen mate I... <laughs> 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 how did hey, you even know <laughs> hey,
0: alright here we go mm, boop. that's a kitten skiing down a mountain so what I did here is you can see that this is the small kitten on the large mountain and that's an exploded diagram there to show the to show that. Oh, which oh, that's a close up. Looks not at all like a kitten. Why'd you zoom in on the that's the a kitten. Yeah, exactly. That's the zooming in on the No. <laughs> Look, I oh, know it's light there. Um so... <laughs> uh-huh. I know. I get it. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> so I think I think um especially on number two and number three. Uh, given the uh, given the colors, even the artistic mm. prowess you show,
1: we should auction that off for charity. Yeah, yeah, I um, yeah, this will, and I reckon the money made from this from this auction will probably it'll feed tens of thousands of people in Africa. I'm sure, probably. Not. <laughs>
0: Well, I tell you what, I mean, Hey, why not keep it around? If anybody wants to if anybody wants to buy that drawing. uh, Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll give the cash to charity. I've never done that before. So
1: throwing it out there. There's three. Uh, So there, yeah, they're, they're signed. um, Amazing.
0: A little bit phallic,
1: a little bit phallic, uh, but, but I think they're amazing.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're, you're in your prime. Who cares? that's it yeah so uh this bucket list thing you're the bucket list guy you've got bucket list tattoo you've been doing this for 10 years you travel around the world and you have a book Mm. there it is all started from a a chat that you gave about 40 people tell me walk us through this bucket list thing
1: what is it and, and and what do you do yeah, essentially, I, I literally I've been running around the world as the bucket list guy for ten years, doing my bucket list, and um, people pay me to to speak about it. And there's always some really cool stories that have come out of it. I've done a you know a heap of different things in my life, and 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 my my hobby, my adventures have become my you know uh, become my vocation. You know oh. what, I, what I do. So uh, underpinning everything, it's not just about because I'm I'm a coach I'm a, I'm a life coach but I don't go out there and say I'm a life coach um, I'm a keynote speaker TEDx you know TEDx uh, thought leader as well so I've done a TED talk called Life's Too Short by Trove Bell and it's really woken a lot of people up uh, most importantly is um, but because of the, the the underpinning of the positive psychology stuff it it really has resonated with a lot of people like I said before and. What I did in the TED Talk is, is what I've, I've unpacked in the book as well. It's called the My Bucket List Blueprint. It's a 12-letter acronym for how to create a person, meaningful and holistic bucket list. So it's designed to wake people up, get them off the treadmill of life, have more fun and adventure. And because we know that these statistics, that people are dying, you know, people are dying at 40 and being buried at 80. Yeah and and i say a bucket list is a tangible life plan where our career plan or our business plan should fit into our life plan not be the other way around so this has really woken a lot of people up and and the whole mission my whole mission now our coaches around the world their whole mission also is to help wake people up before they get given a use-by date you know because at the end of the day we're so busy on our daily to-do list that we forget about our bucket list until something traumatic or dramatic happens to us or a loved one, right? So I want to help people just re-prioritize, um their, their bucket list versus their to-do list. So when people hang out with me, they, they get an opportunity to take time out of their life to work on their life, and not for just them even though even though those with families you know i say i'll be the example for others to follow you know it's an opportunity for for people to put their own oxygen mask on first before they can go and help others so for parents be a good example you know be a bucket list for the sake of your kids uh be a good you know be a bucket list if you're in business you know if you're a leader be a bucket list glass half full kind of person Um, that is choosing happiness it's all about really choosing happiness and a bucket list isn't just about all the travel things that that we want to do that's why i wrote the the my bucket list blueprint there's 12 categories on how to write one of our, you know a bucket list and it's really helped people um create a a a more tangible why to get out of bed in the morning
0: and you found you or you you didn't find it, but you developed this through your own personal uh, experiences, coupled with I think some some trainings that you've gone to, and, and yeah. clearly you know they're uh, you know the saying that there's no new ideas, but we're just pulling pulling these concepts together, and then you're turning it into something that was highly valuable
1: for you, and now distributing that around the world. Yeah, yeah, and and it, and it, like I said, it has resonated with a lot of people um it has resonated with a lot of people over the last 10 years yeah um and i've developed the message of you know i I get touted as a motivational speaker but i hate that term i just took you know if you've watched a ted talk i really do hit hard on and how little time we've got left um so it it spurs people on to not just leave eight foot and bulletproof yeah but um gets them it offers a way to look at your uh, offers a lens to look at your life through um one that uh is more inspiring to yourself that that you know that that uh and is very personal as well yeah the the term motivational speaker
0: you said you hate that term and i i did a video recently called um oh it's it was it had to do with motivation but it I think the fundamentals of it was you. You know, you think you need motivation, uh, and I think you're wrong. the The issue is that you're already the you're staying where you're at, not doing the thing that you say you want to do because you value being where you're at. You Mm -hmm. value being where you're at more than you value doing something different and moving on to the thing that you say that you want to do. How does that sort of how does that sort of thinking resonate with when you think of motivational speaking? And you don't like it, but you understand, but I see that you understand yeah. kind of where I'm headed with that. What? Yeah, it's a psychology what's that framework for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, people have got to find inspiration, not not motivation. There, okay. There's two. Yeah. And and in the old, the old saying, if you motivate an idiot, you've got a motivated idiot. And so yeah, um, the point being is, it's. For people to change, it's not motivation. For, for people for change, people change, is unfortunately got to be pain. Yeah. Pain is what gets people moving from one place to another. You know, initially, then we've got to peg something in the future that's pleasurable. That is a um, something toward. There's there's away from motivation, and there's toward motivation. Away from motivation is I don't want to be fat. I don't want to be fat. I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be lonely. I don't want to be. Uh, i don't want my business to go bankrupt i I, you know etc etc so it's pain that actually moves us initially um but then that that will only last for so long but the longer lasting change happens when you start looking toward looking toward a goal or in our case a bucket list item um to go after and and it's when when that flip starts to happen, you know. If if you look at psychologists say that for people to change, they've got to. There, there's going to be a self. There's going to be an admittance for a person to go. You know what? I want help. I'm going to book myself in with a coach. I'm going to book myself in with a with a therapist. I'm going to book myself. I'm going to go to that seminar. I'm going to read that book. They're the ones that have self elected to say yeah, I want to change and I, I recognise that to get from here to there, I do need to outsource to, to a professional. I do need to outsource and get help because what I'm doing right now, I can't close the gap on with what I know and what I've done in the past. So they say that 50% of the problem is solved when a person actually admits to themselves for the first time that, that, that they want help, they want to do something about it. But if I come to you, Jason, and said mate, I reckon you've got to do this, this, you need to, you must, you should, you have to. And if you're not in that place of, you know what, I'm ready to do it myself, yeah. then that's just going to be falling on deaf ears.
0: Well, there is
1: that, that principle in coaching. External, motivation, external, outside motivation doesn't work for a lot of people because they're not actually, there's not enough pain for them just yet.
0: Yeah. There is that mo- that principle of coaching that the answer is already within you. You're just not aware of it yet. I think a lot of people already know intuitively the things that they want that they should or need to
1: do. do. A good coach only asks questions. Yeah. They're just unwilling to do it. Unearths the answer within the person because that that creates a sense of pride and ownership when you do that. Yeah. And that's really important going forward.
0: Yeah. Well we're closing in on on our time here. Uh super, I think important topic that you bring up uh, that you know people die at 40 and live till 80 and 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 it seems that many people don't uh experience that or don't come to that conclusion until they're 40. Um but mm. you you've got some resources out there for people who uh want who kind of maybe intuitively know, maybe I need to get a grip on this uh thing called life and yeah. and figure it out. Um I've got uh, your link here the book Yeah, there if people you go. want to get a get a hold of you any closing yeah. thoughts that you would you would want to leave to uh, people who found themselves like your former self, what would you say to them
1: look i i what i what what I encourage people to do if you don't have a bucket list i think I, I honestly think in my heart of hearts that everyone needs everyone needs to write a bucket list they're like get this stuff out of their head don't wait until you get given a use by day all right because then you haven't got enough time mm-hmm. Um, and do it, do it for yourself, do it for your family. Um, I recommend that people obviously get a book, uh, go through the exercises, absolutely like abuse the book with your pen right throughout. It's designed to be a workbook. Write your bucket list, go through the My Bucket List blueprint, unpack everything that's in your head. It's designed to help you go north, south, east, west and, and really extract and articulate this list of yours there's some shit will come out of you that you've never, you never expect Hmm. and it gets some crazy shit comes out of people. And what's, and I want to hold people accountable and you too, Jason, I want to hold you accountable when you, when you've written your bucket list, there's a section in it, uh, where you can actually send me your bucket list to make you accountable to it. But so, so that's the personal trainer in me. I can't help it. I, I need to make you accountable. Because um, life is way too short. But here's the thing: if you if you don't write it down, there's actually stats that prove that if you put pen to paper, versus even typing it into your phone or into a you know a Google Doc, there's got uh, there's it's more of a conscious process by actually writing it stuff down. People don't write down their goals, let alone bucket list items. You got a 42% more likelihood of them actually manifesting of them actually showing up if you just write it down. A lot of people don't, what's easy to do is easy not to do, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but you're busy. We're all busy on our daily to-do list. So I want to separate, like allow yourself, give yourself permission to separate your daily to-do list from your bucket list because your daily to-do list should serve your bucket list.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah and the things the you're focusing around. on
0: today, there's us saying that like, if uh, I'll show you where you are a year from now, if you show me where you're spent today.
1: And, yeah yeah i mean what we do for a business career job it, it, you know should produce two things and that is cash flow and time flow for allow to allow us to do the shit that we really want to do most people will respond with well, okay so what are your goals mate and they'll say i want to pay off the house put the kids through school do a bit of trouble when i'm older yeah and probably sicker yeah so this allows people to be happier now not live in this delayed gratification society that we show we, we've all found ourselves in and yeah. not be a statistic.
0: That's powerful stuff. Well, again, I do encourage everybody to pick it up. The bucket Trav, this has been fantastic. I, I enjoyed uh, your drawings. I didn't. Um, I didn't you mind. totally blew me out of the water on those. So congratulations. I, I, I normally win. <laughs> I normally win still the drawings with my stellar creative artwork. My um, my partner's an artist
1: too. She, I'm not going to show her
0: this. <laughs> Come on. Come <laughs> on. With all the things you've done, you got no shame left. Come on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but to all our viewers and listeners, head over to thebucketlistguy.com, pick up Trav's book, uh, and we will see you next time. Thanks for joining us.
1: Awesome, Jason. Cheers, mate.
0: One of the things I love about Coffee with Humans are the raw conversations I get to have meeting new people just like you. If you or someone you know should be on Coffee with Humans, go to coffeewithhumans.com. Remember, the only rule is no sales calls. This has been Coffee with Humans. Subscribe to get updates or click to have coffee with me, coffeewithhumans.com.